Good afternoon, everyone. Hey, how you doing? Hope you are doing well. Happy Friday. We made it to another week. Yay. Welcome to Cooped Up Live, should I say. Uh, just my daily broadcast. I just talk about whatever I feel like, what happened in my day, what I'm thinking about, all that kind of stuff. While we're waiting on folks to join, coopedup.com is my website. You can check that out at any time. I sporadically post things. Also, you can sign up to get equally sporadic emails from me, actually probably more sporadic than the posts themselves. Um, I'm cooped up as my handle in all the social places. Would love a follow wherever you watch or listen to this. So um, if you're on Instagram in particular, that would be a great place to start. I'm cooped up. And then wherever you watch or listen to this, it's on Facebook Live, both on my personal profile as well as my cooped up page, which would be a great place to follow me also. And um, it's also on YouTube Live and then rebroadcast in audio format on all the major podcasting platforms. So there's no way that you can miss me. So, hey, Mama, how are you today? Hey, Eric, hope you've wrapped up a nice week. And I think you get Monday off also. Um, isn't it interesting how um, <clears throat> here in Texas, uh, we don't really celebrate President's Day aside from if you go to us, if you go to school or if you and I don't even know if colleges do, but I know like public schools and private elementary schools and high schools and stuff mostly get it off. Although I think I read that um, some of the school districts are using Monday as a makeup day for the snow day, the snow week or whatever we had, you know, we'd had two weeks ago. You would have never know it looking outside now, but uh, it was freezing and we had ice on the ground. So um, and if you work for a bank, I guess in a government office too, but, um, I remember a few years ago, I had an employee who had just moved from New York state, um, New York city actually, and was here. And she was like, so are we off Monday? See y'all Tuesday. And I'm like, see you Tuesday. We have work on Monday. Oh, it's president's day. I'm like, who that? Who takes that off? Um, it's weird. Columbus Day, too. I feel like up in the Northeast, do they just take all of them off? Do they take, I mean, every random day off? I mean, we, I feel like here in Texas, we just don't take a lot of things off as much. At my company, I have New Year's Day off, Martin Luther King Day. Uh, I'm going through the calendar to try to remember what other ones. Um, President's Day is not one of them. Uh, Easter, Good Friday is, we do Good Friday. Um, what else? Uh, Memorial Day, and we do the Friday and the Monday of Memorial Day. Fourth of July, depending on when that falls, it's usually a couple of days. Labor Day, Friday and Monday as well. Um, and then at the end of the year, we do, oh, we do Juneteenth also in June. Juneteenth is a new one that we've added the last couple of years. Um, and then we have, uh, uh, what's, like September, that's Labor Day. October, nothing. November, we have the standard Thanksgiving. We do Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I think most workplaces just do Thursday, Friday. And then uh, Christmas, we do the week between Christmas and New Year's off. And then usually a day or so on either side of that, too. So I feel like we're generous. I feel like we have a lot of stuff going on. Um, we've also started doing this thing called Agency Days. Today was supposed to be one of them. I'm moving it, or I moved it, rather, um, because we've had, we've had someone whose last day was today. Uh, we had a death in the, the work family, uh, or the family of one of our coworkers, uh, last weekend and stuff like that. So we just kind of sh shifted it around, but I tried to do those in months where there's not a, a, a holiday that's landing. So we'll just do it later in February or early in March. 
Um, because Easter, is it late this year? I'm trying to remember. Easter is like April 10th. Yeah, we're going out of town for that too. Um, but anyway, so this weekend we are, so I'm out on Monday. I'm taking Monday off because the kids are off. And thank you, Eric. You're very generous. Yeah. Come work for Cooper. You won't work at all. <laughs> That's, uh, I always joke that I sprained my hustle muscle years ago. And I just, I'm like, let's not kill ourselves. We're not curing cancer. We're doing PR for building products. That's, we, if we can get it done, we can get it done. So, um, but this weekend we're flying out tomorrow morning for Pasadena, California, technically LAX, um, and then renting a car driving out to Pasadena. Pasadena, I guess, is like 45 minutes. You know what? It's probably the same distance as like DFW to downtown Dallas, but because it's LA and traffic and all of that. Um, we are uh, going to Pasadena. That's where Todd's sister Nina lives with her husband, Peter, and their new baby, who has two gang- two little gunkles now. So I'm a little gunkle because I've lost 35 pounds. Uh, uh, Adler is his name. So we're going to lay eyes on him for the first time, hold him. We have been all taking COVID tests. We're going to all do one round of COVID tests tonight just to make sure we're not infecting a little newborn baby. And because um, I cannot shake this nasal congestion and i know i said the other day that i was going to call a uh, teledoc i never got around to it i don't feel bad todd says i'm snoring because i'm so like congested uh but anyway and then we're staying in pasadena so we leave at like nine in the morning tomorrow which means we uh, li- uh land in la at like probably like 10 10 30 because of the time change and then how that works um, and then we're flying back on Monday evening. Like, I think we get into DFW at like 930. Kids are going to be tired Tuesday, but they'll deal. They're old enough. Um, Eric is saying, I keep teaching because I get June and July off. One of the few perks. Yeah. Um, our school, as I've told y'all before, is uh, we have like a, an extended calendar. So we have, uh, we get a six week summer. So we get off at like June the 20th. Then we go back like August 10th, 15th, whatever the normal time is for people. Um, but we get all these other vacations built in. So we get we get a, uh, a, a break uh, in early October. We get a week off. We get two weeks off for Thanksgiving. We get three weeks off for Christmas. We have a two-week spring break. And we have a one-week May break also, um, in addition to all the other holidays. <coughs> I love it. This is the last year we're going to have that for both kids, though, because uh, as I have mentioned y'all numerous times uh where mason will be in high school next year um while we are in pasadena or in in la um we have tickets on sunday to go see the uh, new academy award museum i don't know the official name of it i think it's the academy of motion picture arts and sciences museum or the museum of the academy or whatever but anyway they it's it's brand new maybe less than a year old i think um, and it's got lots of costumes from movies. It's got like the puppet that was made that they used to make E.T. I mentioned that to the kids this morning and they were like, they use puppets in movies. How like low tech is that? And I'm like, we didn't have CGI back then. The closest we had probably back then to CGI was because what E.T. was from like 1981, I think 81, 82, something like that. The closest we had to CGI would have been like that claymation. You know, remember like Clash of the Titans and all of that kind of stuff? And that may even be older. Is that from the 70s? 
I don't, I don't remember. I loved those movies, the Clash of the Titans movies. They're just so cheesy, and the anim- the claymation was just so bad and all of that. But I'm excited. They have a lot of the memorabilia that they have at this Academy Award Museum. Um, I don't know if they got it from the Smithsonian or if there's duplicates at the Smithsonian. But I know, like, Dorothy's shoes from The Wizard of Oz are at the um, uh, American History Museum in Washington, D.C., but I know that they have a pair at this as well because I've seen it on there. Um, and then they have an Academy Awards experience, which I don't know that we've bought into that, but it's where you can pretend to be giving an acceptance speech and all that. So we'll have to see how cheesy that is and how expensive it is. Um, and then also, I believe we are going to the Peterson Museum, which is a car museum. It's got like the original Batmobile and some other stuff in it. That's more for Todd and Todd and Claire, honestly, because Claire is kind of into cars too. Um, um, and Nina is going with us as well. And I know that she likes cars. Um, and I believe it is directly across the street. Um, around the corner is, is a, so one of the coolest places I've ever been in, um, Los Angeles. And this, it's weird. Um, I, I keep meaning to write a post about it. I have tons of photos, but I, I want to be like, this place stinks is the La Brea Tar Pits. And I know that's an unexpected thing that you might think I would like. I am fascinated with the La Brea Tar Pits. They're super low tech. The museum is like really ghetto. Um, but the tar pits themselves, it's just like, it's like taking a block in any major downtown city with skyscrapers all around it. And there's just a pit of boiling uh, tar, tar in it. I, I kid you not, tar. I mean, it's the tar pits. Smells terrible. It smells as as what you think a tar pit might smell like. But the funny thing is it's got like a park around it also. And in just random spots in the park, uh, they'll put a cone. And that's where the tar is coming up out of the blue, just in the middle of the grass. Bubbling up there. I'm just fascinated with that. And I don't know why. And, And they even have, there's a couple of pits. And then they even have an excavation area. Um, I was almost an anthropology minor in college. So I think that that might, and archaeology and all that kind of stuff. I think that might be why I like it so much. But it's just fascinating to me. And it's just right there too. So if you know where the La Brea Tar Pits are, you know where those other things are. Um, Do y'all do this though, before you go out of town? I have a to-do list as long as my arm that I need to get done tonight. Really should be doing that instead of this right now. But um the to-do list includes things that have nothing to do with this trip. And I don't know why I do this to myself. So I'll get a card out and I always do it with the Sharpie in, in hopes of not uh, putting too many things on the list, wishful thinking. And I'll write out my to-do list. And of course it's like laundry, pack, uh, kids clean their room because the housekeeper's coming on Monday while we're gone. Uh, uh, I've got like water the plants on it. Like I'm leaving forever. I, that, that's the thing is stuff starts adding up on there. I'm like, make sure you order groceries for Tuesday delivery, you know, that sort of thing, which that's actually not a bad one, but I can do that from there. I can meal plan from there. Um, Cause a lot of the time I was going to be sitting around looking at a baby. So I can go onto the Walmart app and order groceries. Um, but I do that. Tell me if y'all do that too. Um, <clears throat> also, uh, haven't decided for checking luggage. I do not like carrying my luggage on. Like I am, I know Eric, how you feel about that too. I just don't like dragging my shit everywhere. And however, there is a point at which it's ridiculous to not do so. 
uh, like if, it, if we're on a two night trip and it's to a warm weather location, which LA is, I believe I checked the weather earlier and I believe it's kind of the weather we had uh, last weekend where it's like 50 is the low and 70 is the high and it's sunny. And that sounds just heavenly, doesn't it? But um, so we don't have to pack a lot of heavy stuff. So, but I, the other reason, so there's two reasons why I like to check my baggage. One, we can, we get it for free with our, uh, our, our American Airlines status. Um, two, I don't like dragging my stuff around. I don't like having to mess with the overhead compartments, all that kind of stuff. Um, most airports, it doesn't take a long time to get your luggage. Usually by the time you get off the plane, I always have to pee when I get off the plane. So by the time I get off the plane, pee, refill my water cup, all that kind of stuff. I walk up and the luggage is already starting to come out. Um, but, um, and then the other thing is I don't like having to fuck with my toiletries. Like that is the other thing. I've had more toiletry stuff taken away from me in airports. It's usually smaller airports. DFW, I don't even think they look at it. LAX, I doubt they look at it. Um, but I don't like downsizing my stuff. I don't take all of my stuff with me. You know, this is a production. I'm not gonna lie. Um, and so I, I, I have a, an abbreviated uh, regimen I take with me, but even then I don't like, I don't like having to pack smaller things and risk that they have, that they get flagged and all that kind of stuff. So anyway, um, so I'm a checker. I'm a checker. Todd is, Todd is a checker. Also, I don't like dragon. I don't like also having to keep track of the kids. I swear Mason when he was younger and probably still now, if we let him, uh, has almost shut airports down from just leaving the suitcase. We, we are literally traveling and we walk off in his suitcase. He left it. And he's done that numerous times. And I'm like, dude, what do you think? Where are we? What are we doing? Come on. And um, it'll be interesting to see because we're separated on this trip. Todd and I are in first class and the kids are in coach um, on the way to L.A. at least. Um, it'll be interesting to see if they remember all of their carry-ons, which is another reason why I think I want to check so that they only have their backpacks on the plane with them. Um, Sandy is a checker also for all the same reasons. Yeah. Um, it's just, it just easy. It makes it easier. The only time that checking a bag backfires is if you have a canceled flight and you just don't want to go anymore or you want to change flights or whatever. Sometimes they get real bitchy about that. Although I feel like it's less so now than it used to be. It used to be you had to fly on the same plane as your luggage. And I don't know that that's the rule as much anymore. And then um, um, if there is a delay and you have something in your bag, uh, I, I just make sure. I almost always, um, this is maybe a weirdo thing for me, but I almost always in my carry-on bag have some sort of like clean undershirt clean underwear something like that so i uh have something to clean pair of socks something i'm very inconsistent about it though so i'm not going to pretend i'm this great martha stewart traveler that has has all the hacks down um one thing that i always have and actually i have i have it on all at all times this is this this is my work bag right now at the moment, something that I always, always have on me in my work bag, in my, oh, of course I say that, shit. Oh, you know why? Because I, this is, I haven't unpacked the bag I took with me to LA, uh, to Las Vegas last weekend. Well, my backpack, my, uh, but 
I always have a deck of cards on me and almost always in my work bag too. I don't know why it's just so traveling as a kid, we always played cards. I used to now, I mean, I probably haven't taken them out in ages, but I would win. Uh, I would win. Uh, what was it? Let's make a deal. Is that the show where they used to like go through your bag and said, can you find this in your bag? They said deck of cards. I would have won. So um, this morning, I don't know if y'all remember, I told y'all that my car has been in the shop again. So I have a Range Rover and I know what you're saying. Oh, they're known for their maintenance issues or their whatever issues. That is not true. At least the ones that I have owned have all been great. They have been wonderful until they're not. Um, and that's with any car. But so I had a couple of weeks ago, I had a thing where I took it in because the air suspension wasn't doing its automatic thing. It was fine to drive, but it was just tight and kind of rough. It wasn't doing a thing where it absorbs all of the speed bumps and the uh, potholes and all that kind of stuff, right? And lumps in the road and all that. Because what is on my sweater? Um, the uh, uh, hang on, I just thought of something else I was going to talk about. The uh, so it kind of tightened up. So I took it in to be fixed. $2,000 later, they said it was fixed, drove the car for about a week, and suddenly the same error popped up. And I took it back in earlier this week. They changed out all the sensors, or not the sensors, but the cables and the connectors and all that kind of stuff. Picked it up this morning. I swear I am like four buildings down from the place and the error comes back on. I turn back around, pull in, and they're like, we don't see how that could be. We drove it 25 miles yesterday to make sure that it it was fine. And it was fine. I'm like, I don't know what direction you went because I just turned right and went down. I made it at the first stoplight and the thing came on. So they brought it back in the back, sat there for probably 30 minutes and they were fixing some stuff. Okay, it's fixed. Get back in. It lasts like two minutes at this point and it comes back on. So I just texted the guy. I'm like, I, I'm not bringing my car back in. Let me know when y'all have researched this error better to know what is wrong. And, um, and I was like, also, I was like, it cost me about $60 in Alto, which is kind of an alternative to Uber fees every time I bring my car into y'all. Cause I have to drive it in and then I have to take it back to the house and then to come pick up my car, I have to take it back out there. And they said that they would start reimbursing me for that. But I'm just like, ah, drives me nuts. And I need my car because I park at the airport and I book it in advance and it's associated with my uh, driver's or my license plate. Um, and it's a total bitch like the day before to switch it out. So I was like, nope, we're taking my car to the airport. Um, anyway, the, the, the struggle is real, y'all, for real. Um, equally first world. So I bought this. So this sweater here, or the sweat, it's kind of a sweatshirt sweater thing. I also bought it in gray, which it's the reverse. It's gray with black right here and like this. And it's on the sides. And then it comes with, um, and it's got kind of a cashmere feel to it. It's like a, a knit. And it's actually part of a, uh, like a warm-up suit, like a jumpsuit. They didn't have the pants in black. I felt bad about that or hated that. But I got it in light gray, this kind of heather light gray. And I got the pants for that. Super cute travel outfit, all of that kind of stuff. Yes, exactly. Rich white people problems, hundred <laughs> um, percent. Uh, bought it, wore it to Vegas on the plane. All that kind. Of, it arrived like the morning that we were leaving for Vegas. So I was like, "Yeah, I want to wear this. This is comfy." 
it's cute. I looked adorable in it, all that kind of stuff. So I go to start washing clothes today. And by the way, this thing, there's not a natural fiber in it. It's like rayon and polyester. And I don't know what the other materials are in it. Let's see if I can see on the thing what it is. No, I'm not seeing it. But I know it's like rayon, polyester, all that stuff. So I'm like, how do I wash this thing? It says hand wash only. No. Mm -mm. It was cheap too. Randomly, it's this brand called Paisley and Gray, which I've been seeing a ton of ads for. It's kind of quirky stuff. And they sell it at Men's Warehouse. And I got this for like the sweatshirt, kind of sweater, crew neck sweater. It was like $19. And it is so cute. I like the little sheen on it too. Although I, it's obviously attracting a ton of stuff that I think my light is accentuating that. Um, but the, uh, uh, and the pants were also like $19. Um, but I'm like, shit, I'm not hand washing that. So I am going to... Put it in, I think I'm going to put it in the wash still. I'm going to just put it on the gentle cycle, maybe with some gentle detergent, like a downy kind of detergent. And then it says uh, hang dry. I think I'm going to throw it in the dryer on an air dry setting. Because you know what? At this point, if it's going to be this high maintenance, I'm like, nope. Uh, Monica says hand wash in my house means wash in the dryer and lay out to dry. I don't even want to lay it out to dry. Maybe I'll do that because I don't want to ruin it. If I air, give me, give me your advice on this. So if I air dry it, tumble dry it, but air setting where it's not, does that, that won't shrink it. Right. And that's not going to like fuck it up. That's, that's not really any, that any different than laying it flat to dry. Right. So yeah, and put it in the washer on Delica. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, yeah. Set it on the table in your dog area. That's, that would be the plan right there. I have like this chef's table. That's my folding table for, for folding clothes and such. Um, but yeah, I still, I would rather it just, I don't, I don't know. I just don't like air drying things for some reason. It's so weird to me. Um, Eric says that he is going to an 80s themed 50th birthday party tomorrow. Now, how fun. I bought parachute pants. That's cute. Where do you, where does one buy parachute pants, Eric? Did you go, did, is it like costumey parachute pants or are they legit? Like if you want to wear parachute pants, as like a, as a look that you can find them, you know, uh, I'm always, um, I don't think any of those materials are the type that, yeah, I agree. I don't think that rayon and nylon and polyester or whatever the, all of these chemical based petroleum based fabrics are, um, then, oh, and Suzanne is, is backing me up on air drying in the air dryer or in the dryer. Yep. So, um, so Eric report in, where did you get eighties themed and what are you wearing on the top? I want to know that. And what color are all of these things? Like, I just have so many questions about you and eighties style. You don't strike. Eric is a very formal person. Let's put it this way. He is very, he's etiquette is down pat, very much mismanners, like, like socialite, but socialite in the, like, um, like knows how to entertain properly effectively with without creating with protocol he knows protocol right and and so i just don't ever see you as a costume person you know um speaking of costumes i actually could use your help on something so in um you have to dance 80s too in those pants monica is saying eric do 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 yes 
I want to see him. And he got him on Amazon. They're arriving tonight. He'll send me a pic. Yes. Um, what was I going to say? What was I to say? Oh, so in April, our school has their annual fundraiser. And, um, <clears throat> and it always has a theme. Last year's was Kentucky Derby themed. Year before that was like night in the city or something like yeah like like the heat of the night no that wasn't that it was something in the city it was like celebrate in the city or something like that year before that it was havana nights i think uh, so there's always a theme and i i enjoy dress i enjoy a theme night i enjoy dressing up and doing all this stuff as y'all know i'm a big Halloween costume person too. Even though I don't celebrate Halloween at our house, we don't get trick-or-treaters. I don't decorate for it here at the house. <clears throat> I do enjoy a good Halloween costume. Pardon me while I... <clears throat> but the... Uh, um, and then like for Kate Carrie's 40th birthday, she had an 80s themed party also. I went as George Michael. I had the, the white t-shirt that says choose life. And I had the fingerless gloves and I had the big... I had an even bigger blonde wig that I put on. I probably could have just done my hair, but the um, I think I had a slightly different hairdo back then. But um, for this one, it's it's so I always like to do the costume, but I like to do a twist on it. Like I don't want to do the same thing everybody else is doing. So, for example, last year for the Kentucky Derby, what do you think most people dressed up as? The women mostly dressed up with big fascinators and all of that stuff. The men mostly dressed up in uh, seersucker suits and kind of fun suits and stuff. I dressed up as a jockey. I bought some jockey silks for my shirt, some jockey pants, some big old like knee-high boots, which are super gorgeous and they smell so good. They still, they're still giving off-gassing off uh, leather. They were the most expensive part. I had a whip and then I bought a toy horse that that had made a galloping sound that I carried around with me. So, oh, and I had a helmet on too. So I wanted to be, I was the jockey. So I was, uh, I always want it to be a little bit different. I think for Havana Nights, I think I went, I went typical boring with the Guayabara shirt and all of that kind of stuff. I, I think I just kind of phoned that one in. For uh, Night in the City, Celebrate in the City, whatever that theme was, I wore all black and then I was wearing a like pride uh, scarf, a big scarf that I put a brooch on right here and I wore it over and it was just very much there. Um, and others. So I'm wondering, like, so this, I didn't tell you what the theme is for this. So this year's theme is Roaring Twenties. And so my guess is that most of the men are going to dress up as kind of gangsters or uh, the three-piece suit kind of thing or great Gatsby-ish kind of look. But the, uh, and the women will all be in flapper dresses. I'm wanting to be something else. Like, I'm like, what is a good thing to do for the Roaring Twenties? Um, I could be a bootlegger, but I still think that that's the same thing where you wear the shirt with the, the garter on your thing. Um, I was thinking about maybe being like a celebrity. I don't want to do drag. It's a, it's a family, like a, a school thing. And I don't know. I feel like that just crosses a line. Um, I, I do a little drag-ish, but not drag-drag. But the, uh, so I'm not going to go on like a flapper dress or anything, but the, um, like, I'm wondering like totally modern Millie, was that set in the, was that set in the roaring twenties? I could go as, uh, raspberries, but I guess that's a little draggy, but, um, yeah, Eric is saying I am almost never a costume person, but this is not a very, yeah, it's some parachute pants. What are you wearing on top? 
Um, uh, and then, uh, so help me out with thinking of something. You don't have to tell me now, but you can comment later or send me a message on a great Roaring Twenties. Because I need to, I mean, it's in like early April. And so I need to get to getting on it because I only have like six weeks to pull it all together. Um, but you've lost over 30 pounds of flapper would look good on you. Thank you, Monica. <laughs> um, I've gained about four this week. I've just not been behaving this week. So I'm, I'm, I went up to, I went from 194 to 198 this week. So I'm like, Ugh. yeah. And he'll wear probably a black t-shirt with it. Eric is saying that's always a classic good look. Um, if you are uh, looking for something to do this week, we're missing it. And I'm, I'm sick, sick about it because it's one of my favorite things. Oak Cliff down here where I live uh, has a Mardi Gras parade on the Sunday of Mardi Gras Sunday, I guess. Is, is that this weekend? I guess. It's Tuesday, Fat Tuesday, and then Ash Wednesday is Wednesday. I don't know. Um, but in any case, there's a... Uh, a dash for the beads, which is a fun run. And then there's a parade and there's all kinds of parties and such. And we usually are part of a float and all that kind of stuff. Super fun. But we're out of town, so we don't get to do it this year. But um, it is free, open to the public. If you, uh, I think you just go oakcliff.org, I think is the website. Just Google Oak Cliff Mardi Gras if you want to know. It's in the, it's in the eve afternoon. It starts at like two o'clock on Sunday. Um, it is a really fun time. And very creative. My favorite thing that they have is they always have the, uh, what are they called? The flying Elvi or something. It's all of these like overweight Elvises. It's like that 70s Elvis, like with the big uh, <clears throat> glitter suit, which I have that costume too. Um, and they're all uh, on miniature uh, motorcycles. And they're going all over the place. It cracks me up every time. It's my favorite thing. Uh, Monica saying Wednesday is National Margarita Day, and it is also her birthday. Happy early birthday, Monica. So, yeah, so it is. So my dad's birthday would have been Sunday, and then Monica's birthday is Wednesday, and then Carrie's birthday is Saturday. So it's a big, big week in my universe here. Um, so, oh, okay. You're right about Fat Tuesday and Ash Wednesday being this upcoming week. Churches. I know. I think I freak the kids out sometimes. I'll say something about like God or that that I'll pray or something. Because I actually do pray most days. Uh, everyone is like, oh, my God, you pray every And I mean, they don't say it in a judgmental way for the most part. My kids do. My kids are like, you're a weirdo because they've been raised not around. They've been raised as heathens, basically. Um, but no, but I, I don't pray like I don't get on my knees and I don't say uh Dear baby Jesus on the cross, and well, I guess baby Jesus wasn't. <laughs> oh my goodness, my Catholic upbringing is not coming through right now. Uh, if anything, I would know. So we went when I was a kid. We went to Catholic church, and it was one of these churches that had like the biggest, bloodiest, nakedest, absish. Jesus hanging limply on the cross, like at the front. It was terrifying. It was like, so gory. It was one of those um, in Hallettsville, Texas, and uh, which is super like Czech and German. And so a lot, a lot of uh, Catholics there. Um, and then we moved to the Valley, which also has a ton of Catholics. But um, so you would think I would know a little bit about that. Anyway, so my prayers are more just like thinking about things, being intentional, uh, taking a moment, kind of meditative, all of that. So, 
Um, what about a paper boy for your costume? Monica says, yeah, I, I thought about like a newsie. I think that's what they call them. And um, that's on the list of things. Um, I was also thinking about like, are there any historical figures? Like I think Albert Einstein is from around that time. I don't know if anyone would get that. Uh, is that when like, ooh, maybe Todd and I could do a joint costume and we could be like Orville and Wilbur Wright. Is that, wasn't that in the twenties? But I feel like those costumes, they, they, everyone dressed the same back then. It was the tweed and the, the suspenders and all of that kind of stuff. And the Tommy guns. I feel like everyone had a gun back then too. So, Alrighty, well, that's all I have got for today. Oh, God, it's already a little over time. Where did the time go? Um, I mean, we talked about everything. Traveling, carrying on, how to hand wash something, and then the laundry machine, costumes. Anyway. Alrighty, well, I will not be here Monday. As a reminder, I will not be here Monday. So enjoy your long weekend. Um, oh, <laughs> 1903 was when the Frights, Frights first flew the first plane. Yes, I'm really off. Sorry. Not even close to historical. Um, so, alrighty, well, I will see you. Uh, I'm, I've lost my train of thought. Okay. I love you. It's important to know you were loved. I love that you watched this. Thank you so much. And um, I will see you on Tuesday for another episode of Cooped Up Live, should I say. Talk to you later. Bye.